Welcome to Filial Thoughts Podcast. Your co-hosts Josh and Alan are just two friends who love to talk. They're here to discuss their thoughts on everyday concepts and relate them to the relationships in our lives. Relationships with our family, our friends, our spouse or partner, God, and even the relationship we have with ourselves. This week's episode is on hatred. What distinguishes hatred from other intense emotions? How do you deal with intense feelings of dislike and irritation of people? Do you think it's important to resolve broken relationships in your life? What do we hate? Let's get into it. Welcome, 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 everybody. We're back with the Filial Thoughts Podcast, and it's your host, Joshua Fontaine, and I'm I'm actually a little nervous to be here today, not gonna lie. And why am I nervous? (laughs) Well, I'm just gonna let Alan introduce why I'm nervous. Well then, fellas, I'm actually super excited for this one because I think it's a very, it'll be a very fun topic to cover. (laughs) Of course it's fun. (laughs) Of course. It is fun. It's fun to hear about uh, your perspective on this. All right. So our topic for today, uh, let's just jump right into it. No transition. It's hatred. We're going to be covering (laughs) the topic of hate. I know. I know there's a whole lot to speak about. We want to jump into um, more general topics, I don't think. It's mostly just going to be like our perspectives on what it means and um how we've experienced it perhaps um i don't actually know josh's questions yet so maybe he will jump into those maybe he won't either way i'm looking forward to asking these and receiving those questions so you guys get the drill (laughs) at this point we're uh essentially the way this is working is we each came up with a couple questions that we're going to ask each other and i don't know what alan's questions are and he doesn't know what mine are so this is why I'm a little nervous. You know, the topic of hatred just sounds so intense. aggressive, aggressive, intense. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. So I hope I I give answers that aren't going to ruin <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous what he's going to ask. Uh, but yeah, let's get into this. So um, Alan's going to kick us off because he actually came up with uh, an extra question. So I think it's fair that he goes first as well. I don't actually know if I'm going to be... Uh asking that extra question but uh, first off i just want to say almost as like a disclaimer hatred seems to be such an intense word but i honestly feel like it's overused so incredibly often to the point that it's watered down it's it doesn't sound as intense as it should be yeah alan i hate you man uh, the how unfortunate to know it's it's almost like love in that regard it's overused to the point where we uh say we love things that we actually Sneak like or... peek for a future episode oh yeah watch out for that one maybe right, we'll <laughs> hint, 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 wink wink but yeah so something as uh i'm gonna go off the top of my head let's say i hate broccoli no you don't you dislike broccoli you dislike the taste. Is that what it is? Yes. No, you don't hate it. And you're telling me you never had a dream of broccoli with samurai swords attacking your family. You know, broccoli just has a headband covering its like its big leafy head. You're telling me you've never had that kind of dream. You want to talk about it? I've never had that kind of dream. So. <laughs> I've never had it. <laughs> Neither have I. <laughs> but yeah, hatred is something different from a. Uh, other emotions uh, such as say uh, anger such as disgust 
with the previous example of broccoli. If you friggin' hate the taste of broccoli, you're disgusted by it. It's not necessarily that you hate it, you dislike it. But what's the difference between that and hatred? That'll be my first question. What would you say distinguishes uh, hatred from emotions that typically spawn it or are closely related to it? For example, anger, fear, distrust, etc. I want to say, everybody, at home, please, unless you're driving, then please keep your hands on the wheel. Give him a round of applause. What a transition. <laughs> oh, my God, Alan. That was that was tasteful as a transition. Wonderful. Thank you. Okay. Um, what, what brings on feelings of hatred or what evolves into a feeling of hatred? No, what's um, the difference between hatred and those kinds of emotions? Sure. I feel like those kinds of emotions can evolve into hatred, we'll mm -hmm. say. I don't know. I, maybe it depends on the country you're in. Maybe some countries will use the word hate more or less. Uh, um, yeah, that's fair. But, okay, let's say that hate is like when you have the, you know, it is a the strongest feeling of dislike that you can have for someone or something. That's when you hate it, right? Mm -hmm. So, so do you I, I feel like to, to hate something... It, it has to have wronged you. So, you know, there has to be something that so deeply is like disagrees with you that like you feel like when it comes up, you feel personally like, how dare you? Mm. You know, that's like a true feeling of hate. It's not just like, oh, this irritates me. Like there's a difference. It's like, I, this annoys me, but I can put up with it. Like hate is like, I can't even stand being in the presence of this right now. Mm. So, you know, if I hate broccoli, my brother, you know, he thinks he hates fish. He can't even be like, as soon as fish is brought to the table, man will walk away. He doesn't even do the dishes. He told me yesterday, I'm not doing the dishes. We had sushi. He said, I'm not doing the dishes because I hate sushi. Oh, that's a sin. squid. That's right? a sin. I know, right? <laughs> anyway, you know what I mean? Like it, that, that's an exaggerated case almost, you know, to get out of doing dishes. But I feel like that, you know, if you truly couldn't even be in the presence of something, there's probably a hatred there that came from another feeling um, before that. I don't think that just starts off like hate. Mm -hmm. So would you put, uh, so from what I'm getting from this, uh, disliking can be put on a sliding bar of sorts. At one end, you don't dislike it. And on the other end, there's hatred and it's only those two extremes, so dislike can vary in between them. Kind of like that? I mean, sure, you can go like 20% more. Like, you know, you can raise the bar, I guess. I don't know, hatred should be the top of the bar, right? If you hate something, there shouldn't be, you know, you, sh you can't go beyond mm -hmm. pure hatred. Yeah. Maybe you can, but you know, I don't know. You'll describe it differently. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll describe it differently. So personally, I would describe, I, first I would like to describe what hatred uh, feels like to me. It's a bit like a thick black tar that covers everything it touches in my mind. It is one, hard to get rid of, two, poisonous, three, incredibly volatile and related to that volatility. If it's lit, extremely intense. So, when I mean volatile, I mean, it's just sitting there. It's just calm, but it's underneath everything. So if something uh, triggers that hatred, then it rises up and that's when it flies into a rage. It's Rising just, up. 
into yeah. a rage. <laughs> I don't get that song reference. What do you mean? It's a Rocky. Oh my God. I haven't. I won't say. Wow. You know what? I won't say it. I won't say it. I won't that, say that I haven't watched it. Wow, that was um, like a <laughs> half a black tar that's toxic, think, poisonous, and yeah. rises up from within you. And, and when most it's important, lit, it'll explode. Yep. Most important thing, in my opinion, it's volatile. Volatile. So, I would say that the that um, what separates this tar from any other kind of emotion is that it's malicious. It, you actively want, you have the active intent of bringing about harm of some kind to something or someone with hatred. And perhaps uh, that I may be wrong in that this only applies to the quote-unquote active form of hatred when it's on fire, that it doesn't really apply when it's just kind of there underneath okay. everything. But Personally, I think malice is a good way to uh, differentiate it from other emotions. I mean, there could be a utilizing a hate in a positive way as well. Like if you hate something so much that you have the desire to change it, Ooh. right? That can be like a driving force to make a change. Um, I mean, that depends on what you define as something that needs to change, right? You could hate something that would be considered, and I use quotes, evil, um and i don't know that can be a driving force interesting i suggest you hold on to that thought it might come back up again later oh god right. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink, wink. okay right. sure um that was a really good question wow i like your description i think you, you changed my mind a little more than i changed yours um okay but i want you to stick i want you those tarry feelings to pop up in you okay now imagine that tar is there Ooh, right? uh -oh. towards somebody all right look at my face my face is covered in tar right now that's how much disdain there is right now no, right it's not. how do you deal oh, with these oh. intense feelings of dislike and irritation for people let's say that tar pops up how do you deal with it <sighs> i figured you would ask this but i also didn't really prepare for it so maybe i didn't fully figure it <laughs> um how would i i will describe how i think i would moving into the future rather than how i have in the past okay because i think uh, yeah i think i would approach it differently sure so how i would um first of all I'm aware that this is definitely not recommended, but considering that at first that tar will be set alight, I just want it to cool down at the very least, move it down and not from being tar that's set on fire to tar that is not on fire. Hmm. So I would separate myself from that person, first of all, keep a very, very big difference. Hmm. Uh, Distance, distance, I should say distance. Distance, okay. Distance, yeah, yeah. So keep a very big distance from them until it's at least calmed down. Okay. And then from there, I would either mm -hmm. keep that distance if I really, really, really do not want to interact with them ever again for whatever reason, or I would just, uh, if I have cared about that person in the past, if I or if I still care about them to some extent, 
then I would uh, try and work on uh, uh, working it out, of course. Um, just seeing, okay, what could possibly, uh, uh, what, can, what can I do better? What can we do better? Mm. So I guess there's two different approaches. Um, I'll be real for the second approach uh, for um, when I'm actually approaching the person. Mm. I would probably not do it myself. I don't like approaching people generally. Mm. Um, so I would, I guess, make myself seem open or not, not seem open. Try to make my, uh, try to send out the message. Hey, I'm open to speaking if you want. I'm waving so, my hands around, but you can't see it. In this probably. scenario, is there a mutual hate? Like they hate you back? Uh, if there's a mutual hate, then I'm probably not going to speak to them for a long while. But okay. if it is not a mutual, because there's a, there's a difference between, like I mentioned, between anger and hatred. If it's a mutual mm. anger, then I'm definitely right down to work past it if it's a mutual yeah. hatred then we probably don't ever want to interact with each other yeah. again that's just dead yeah burnt bridge so i mean it, it's probably very hard to get to the point of hatred anyway towards a person disdain uh irritation anger yes you know i, I think all of us have experienced that but i don't know if hatred i don't i don't, I mean, I don't even know if you've much, ever much. experienced that towards someone I couldn't say I have. <laughs> I won't answer that. Interesting. Oh. Okay. But well, uh, yeah. Spill the I beans, would... Alan, <laughs> in a future podcast, maybe. Maybe, maybe. So, hmm. what was I going to say? Right. I feel like it's. You say that it's really hard to get to that point, but I feel like it's much easier when you don't know that person personally. Like mm. if the, if someone you know has wronged you th and you already know that they care about you from your previous interactions, mm. then it's hard to hate them because you know that they aren't they aren't defined by the wrong action. Okay. Whereas if you've just met a person and you only know them because they've committed a wrong action, like what the heck? Mm. So it would be much easier to dislike them or to get to the point of hating them. I feel. Because you've only got one concept in your head about that person. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so I'll move on quickly into my second question. <laughs> All right. Uh, let it out. You know how you were asking me about uh, who I hate? I don't hate anyone. Not currently, I don't think, anyways. <laughs> oh. But... No, no, definitely not anyone I know. Definitely okay. not. But I would like to ask you, what do you hate and why? I and I will specify what, not who, because first of all, the question of who is a bit harder, I think. Mm -hmm. And second off, it also gets much more personal, I feel. So what do you hate and why? Or perhaps in which situations have you felt the pull strongest? I should have prepared for this because clearly that was <laughs> going to be a question you'd ask. I was kind of expecting you to ask that question. That's why I had a backup. I don't know. I wasn't 
I wanted to to mix it up. Um, mm -hmm. what do I hate? Hmm. Nothing is a valid answer. If that uh, applies, anyways. To. That's a really good question. Goodness. This is something also I feel like is a good reflection thing uh, to actually think about. Is there something that you genuinely hate? And then like digging into that, like why? Mm -hmm. Where did that feeling really stem from? I feel like there are things that I wish I hated. Um, um, yeah, I can see that. Like... I, I mean, I, it's potentially not like personal. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say if it's a personal hatred, but like abuse, um, toxic, mm. really toxic relationships, um, things that really ruin the, the lives of people and even the environment, right? Like mm. just, a lack of care um like that really i i hate uh the idea of you know being able to to hurt uh somebody or something so drastically uh continuously oh, yeah. as well um yeah yeah that that's like a really big one like i yeah i i like get extremely down whenever i hear stories of uh people who go through like um, really rough experiences in their life. We'll use relationships as one, well. like hearing stories of people who just go through like toxic after toxic relationship or, and never getting out of it. You know, it's like, why always me? It keeps happening. Um, there's a lot that can go into it, but you know, I don't know if I like personally hate it, but I hate that it happens to people. I hate that it's a thing um, that people have to go through. Mm -hmm. um, and potentially people will go through it all the time, but, you know, not learning from it either. Yeah, that definitely um, works. That's a big one. Um, I hate getting wet. <laughs> <laughs> that's such, such a big turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect that. At it just all. got, it came to my head. No, I genuinely, this is something I actually genuinely hate. Really? It's um, not like, it's not just an intense dislike. No, I can be in any mood in the world. You know, I can be like super happy or I can be in like a really irritated mood. If I get wet and I'm, you know, especially, you know, if I'm going to a pool, I'm mentally preparing for it. I really mm -hmm. dislike that first jump into a pool, right? You know, everyone, you know, nobody mm -hmm. likes that, but I genuinely hate getting wet my mood will instantly diminish i've had fights with my sister like seriously angry furious because she just like flicks water at me or will do so and like drop ice down and like it gets me so angry it's like the biggest pet peeve that i have and it's so strange you know maybe it's the low end of hatred if we have to spectrum this mm. Okay. But the disdain for it is extremely high. <laughs> Did not expect that. Okay, I will keep that in mind. Yeah. For better or worse. 
So for the people listening, if you ever see me in person, which, you know, honestly, you know what, especially early stages of this podcast, there's a good chance I'll, I'll meet some of you someday because I'm pretty sure our friends are listening to this. Yeah. If you get me wet, then you know my mood will change. Noted. <laughs> okay. Um, well, your turn. Fire one. I am so ready. Okay. There you go, Alan. This is kind of piggybacking. You you kind of touched on this one, but do you think it's important to resolve broken relationships in your life, even if you're not in each other's life anymore? Holy guacamole. Okay. Uh, What would you describe as a broken relationship, I guess? Like, yeah. What okay. Kind of a rela- burnt bridge, let's say a burnt bridge or a relationship that, you know, you can't even be in the same room as each other. Mm-hmm. That, that kind of relationship where it's like, if you know, someone's going somewhere, it's like, I don't want to go anymore. So how I would resolve that kind of thing. Do you think it's important to resolve it? Oh, um, I'm going to pull out what I consider to be an incredibly cheap answer and say yes, but the resolution of something does not necessarily mean that you got back together and are friends or whatever you were before the burned bridge. Sometimes uh, resolution can just mean that you both stay your separate ways and you realize, yeah, maybe not. Maybe we just kind of stay out of each other's way. I don't think we're either of us are willing to interact with the other, so we just let it go. That can be a resolution as well, in my opinion. So okay, yes, it is important to resolve it because otherwise, if it's not resolved, then there's no end to it. So you keep hating it. The burn okay. bridge. Go beyond. Go beyond just uh, needing to resolve it, or else it'll just continue to be there. Why is it important to resolve um, broken down relationships or difficult ones? Why is it important? Um, So you mentioned how it's like a bridge that was burned down, right? It can be, all right? Can be, yeah. This doesn't mean it needs to be something that actually will impact other areas of your life. Yeah, yeah. But if I may provide a counter analogy, as long as it's not resolved, the bridge is still on fire. Sure. So how i would uh, relate this to the prompt is that how how would it to be, how would the bridge be on fire well it's still a danger to you in that you you clearly don't fight fire if the bridge is already burnt off it's just an impassable gorge okay. between you and the other person that's fine it's not that much of a danger as long as you don't stray too close to the gorge but if the bridge is still on fire then um, that fire can spread potentially. Now bring this analogy to realistic example. I'm trying. Okay. It's uh, it's hard. It's the only way I can really think of it right now. Okay. It's just, if it's not resolved, then it's active. So That's, you want to get rid of the bitter feelings that are around it, essentially. That's the most important part for you. Uh, Sort of. What I would say is a successful resolution is putting it all behind you, not thinking about it, not needing to think about it, not wanting to think about it, okay. whatever that might be. 
Do you think um, it's important for you to also take responsibility? Even if, let's say you put it behind you. You don't like the person still, but you put it behind you. Like it, there's okay. no like disdain towards the situation anymore. Yeah. Um, do you think it's important to help the other person do the same? Well, if they still hate you, then there's a, and they have access to you, then clearly that's a problem, <laughs> is it not? Across the fire to get to you. <laughs> yeah. Remember what I said about hatred being malicious? Yeah. Okay. They sure. absolutely are capable of. Sure. A danger. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't need to be that extreme. No, it doesn't, but it's much better to be safe than sorry, I think. Because hatred is that strong. Interesting. So I would say that it's in both your best interests to help uh, both of you resolve it. Okay. So we're probably going into like the very specifics then, like hatred has to be a certain level, you know, where it like gets to the point mm. of malice. But okay, I guess the where I'm trying to gear it at is like, let's say it's not to the the, the peak of like malicious hatred, but it, it's a there's some something happening between you and another person where it's like clearly something that's still plaguing them. You put it behind you, but it's still plaguing their life. Do you think oh, it's important to help them resolve that? Uh I could tackle this from two perspectives. One, is it important to me personally? Okay. Two, is it the right thing to do? Okay. So from there, I think the answer becomes a bit more clear by separating it. If, if, I'm, uh, if I would be helping them to resolve it for the sake of what is right, then yeah, it is right. Um, Generally, I like to look at things. This might be a bit of a controversial opinion, but personally, I like to take a bit more of a utilitarian approach. So if there's a max, if there's a positive net amount of good oh and you gosh. did the best possible action, that's one thing that I really like to emphasize. If you chose the best possible action, as in it would yield the most amount of good. I was trying to get his vitality you, elements up. <laughs> I, you know what? Don't get in the way of me and my vitality elements, okay? <laughs> I do what I can. Okay. So yeah, if you, if there is a better option to be chosen and you uh, decided to choose an option that even if it still yields a net amount of good, that is for all intents and purposes inferior to that mm. better option, then that's still wrong. Okay. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, you could also probably try to resolve it because you feel bad, but not because. Yeah, that would be would me personally. Them. Yeah. So yeah, going back to that prompt, is it the right thing to do? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the best possible action to take. Mm -hmm. Yields the best results. As for me personally, do I still care about them? Mm -hmm. I guess that's what it all boils down to. If it yeah. comes to me personally, if I don't really care about them, I don't see why. I think that's a very fair point to bring up. If you do care about them, then it's probably, even if you put it behind you, it's probably always going to be something you come back to, whether you like it or not. Yeah, and that's why we shouldn't be self-centered because if I were self-centered, then um, I'd be kind of a jerk. So mm. I would say though, there's one other aspect to it. It probably goes in the, oh. the end for yourself, but okay. uh, I think also is the the way it was brought up. Like, where that uh, dislike started from. 
mm. because you know there can be extreme ones that are like so circumstantial that there's chances that it'll never happen again but there's also it could have been things that built up over time or it could have been like a situation that is definitely repeatable um that broke a relationship down and Mm-hmm. I think personal for your own personal life, there's a really important aspect of reflecting on that and resolving that, you know, so long as you said the net positive is there and it's not just a selfish one. Um, sometimes it's good to be selfish too, though. But mm. if you need to resolve that situation uh, for your own personal life, right, you don't want those things to constantly come back at you. That's where you grow. Then it's probably good for your own life to resolve as well. I mean, don't put them in a ditch for it. So yeah, weigh out the options. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just hung up on that to one thing you mentioned. It's All yourself right. sometimes. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're definitely bringing this up in a later podcast. We're sure. running a bit out of time. So I wanted you to answer quickly my last question. Is there, and it goes back to uh, that one thing you mentioned. Remember when I said you should keep uh, what you said in mind on hatred sometimes being a good thing? Well, is there any scenario in which you would argue that hatred would be helpful? And to that extent, if there is, would you say that there is a reason for it to exist even in an ideal perfect world? Ah, okay, 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 okay. I think hatred is an extreme case of um when you if you have if i was forced to put a definition to it i feel like hatred comes from when you when you feel either wronged deeply or there's like i don't know from the way you grew up there's like some standpoint you have that you feel uh is also wronged mm-hmm. right so you morally feel something is incorrect and like you that can that can drive so deeply that you can hate something from it Mm-hmm. Um. So, I don't want to say the the feeling of hatred is going to be a healthy emotion to have, but I think emotions that can lead up to it don't necessarily have to be a bad thing. Um, depending on like uh. what it, depending on how you utilize those feelings, right? So, there's a lot of political. Let, let's put politics into this. I'm not gonna. I'm not oh, gonna go into like Lord. political spheres, political spectrums, parties. Take all the controversial aspects of it out. All right. I want to go strictly on why people run in politics and why people run for like even in your like little areas. You know, school president or um, to coach a soccer team, even right where you get into a position of power because you want to change something that you feel is really important. So it can be an emotion that helps drive you to formulate a vision in your life that you feel so strongly about that you want to make an impact for. Hmm. You know, there's a lot of political leaders. Again, take the controversy out. All right. But if you take the good of it, there's a lot of political leaders who have a very, very powerful vision for something because they disagree with the way things are run and Hmm. they formulate their plan and they act on it. And even political leaders who I disagree with very highly, if they are making a change in the world, even if it's one that I think is for the, like the worst of the world, at least I cannot fault the fact that they have a plan 
they're acting their plan and they're empowering other people to go along with it where they're making the change for what they think is better. Their vision is stronger than mine. Now that doesn't need to necessarily derive from the, the emotions of hate. I'm saying it could, right? Uh, I know in Montreal, there's one group who their hatred of um, abuse towards minor from pornography because there's a lot of uh, minors being abused in uh, the pornography business led them to create an organization uh, where they're boycotting Pornhub. And they have a strong vision and every day they're on the streets with protests in front of the building. Whether it's making a change or not and whether you disagree or disagree to it, I agree. Um, That's right. They have a vision from something that they think is wrong. They hate it. They genuinely hate it. And I don't blame them for hating it. I kind of agree with them for hating it. Um, and they're trying to make a difference. Mm -hmm. So I think when it's used in that way, it's good. That's a really good answer. Well, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Something I kind of found funny. Um, and I guess that these might be a crappy closing joke uh, is that I thought it was very very fitting that a topic of that our topic of hatred would end with politics because of course it would <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> uh okay <laughs> was it was it low hanging fruit that joke yeah yeah it was i mean we have a disdain DM for me. politics i just can't get into it <laughs> yeah of course of course i don't but have yeah, the life span for this but yeah, that was a really good answer. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm kind of blown away, honestly. So thank you for that. Thank you, right. Alan. <laughs> thank you. All right. That'll do it. I yeah, I think yeah. that's a wrap. Yeah. Um, okay. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening. And I hope you really enjoyed uh, this episode of Filial Thoughts based around hatred. So is that an oxymoron, filial and hatred? I don't really know. Maybe. I didn't major in English, so I can't really tell you. I do gym stuff for a living. Um, but we hope you enjoyed. We hope you'll tune in next time. If you have any topics or questions or anything that you'd like to send at us, you can uh, shoot us an email at filialthoughts at gmail.com. Do I have that right? Yes, I do. So you can shoot us an email there. Uh, you can follow our Instagram page at filialthoughts. I got that right as well. Woo! Two and two. two. Um, and yeah, we'd really appreciate uh, the feedback. All right. We hope you have as much fun listening to these as we do talking about them. All right. And we'll see you all next week. Of course. Cheers. <laughs>